0: Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, November 1st, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Yesterday I talked about volatility bot and how it can be used to automate the first phase of your malware analysis. Now, today we got a Russ's approach to automating the initial instant response on Windows system. One script that Russ introduces here is snapshot.ps1. It was actually written by Jason Fossen, who is the instructor for our Windows class, and it comes as part of his class. It's really an extendable script that you can use to add your own little tools and so to it. But what it does, what it intends to do is sort of collect the most commonly requested artifacts from uh, potentially compromised systems of course not everything that you want and need to do with incident response is in this one simple powershell script but uh, as a first step just uh, to secure some evidence quickly do some initial triage scripts like this are certainly quite helpful Domain name reputation lists are certainly a hot topic and something that you can procure from various intelligent feats, but the problem with these feats typically is that they operate in hindsight. They first have to observe these domains and then figure out that they're being used maliciously and then they essentially blacklist uh, those domains or assign them a certain risk score. A new paper that was now presented at the ACM meeting does outline a technique where they actually try to figure out if a domain will be used maliciously at the time at which it's registered what they're doing is they're essentially looking at a bunch of different data that's collected when the domain is registered for example what name server will be used uh, with it who is information but uh, also things that kind of surprised me like for example the time of day turns out that a lot of malicious domains are registered at a certain time of day which I guess makes sense that a particular spammer for example has a script running once a day where they register new domains. Other uh, more obvious things are, for example, domains that just expired, of course, uh, these domains will still receive some traffic uh, that is intended for the original owner of the domain. But if uh, that individual or that company forgot to renew the domain, now someone can pick up uh, that particular domain. So interesting uh, process. And essentially, what they're doing is they're collecting all this information about uh, the domain registration. and. Uh, then they derive a risk score which is based on past experience again but now not specifically to that domain but to other domains that for example use the same registrar used the same name servers. At this point I don't think there's a product really around this. There's nothing that you sort of can easily do yourself uh, because you essentially need to have access uh, to all of that domain data which uh, you can get uh, but it's uh, really a pain to sort of uh, sift through all of that so i guess we'll have to wait for someone to come up with a feed with just that data and the appropriate risk score Mozilla announced the somewhat unusual step of removing the battery status API from Firefox. This change will become effective with Firefox 52. This API has become somewhat under fire for revealing too much information about the system Firefox is running on. You can for example check not just the state of the battery but then of course how quickly the battery depletes and this can be used to fingerprint a particular system. As far as I can remember, I think that's the first time that a major browser removed a feature over privacy concerns, in particular after this feature was already fully implemented in the browser. According to caniuse.com, Google Chrome is also supporting this feature as well as Opera. And remember how last week we had a surprise update for Adobe Flash. Google today posted that as part of the attack that they observed using that Flash exploit, they also observed a Windows approach escalation exploit being used that at this point has not been patched. Google typically gives manufacturers more time to fix vulnerability that it discovers. But in this case, they went ahead and published the vulnerability only seven days after reporting it to Microsoft, because that particular vulnerability has already been exploited in the wild so first of all really important for you that you keep flash up to date or disabled and uninstalled because that was the original vector how did hacker got into the system as far as the approach escalation volume goes we don't really know a lot of details here but Google Chrome apparently does protect against this vulnerability. So I guess we'll have to wait for the November patches to see if Microsoft offers an update that will fix this problem. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.